0: Regular Features, regular, regular, regular Features, regular, regular, regular Features,
1: regular Features, of show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. And like every week, I am joined by Mr. John Lark Blythe and Mr. Steve Hogan. Hobbes- hey. Hey. Hiya. Hey. You ready for some feature time? God, uh, yes. Let's...
2: Yes, I am very ready. My body is one with my T-shirt. It's a sweaty day in my spare room. I'm riding high on the launch
3: of a new product, a brand new product on the market. We are. It's, re- it's regular features honey, and we oh, are. Yeah. I've got a honey salesman swagger about me now, and you do. people you- keep stopping me in the street and saying, you look like you sell I'm going to say jam, and I say, no, no, it's honey. And you punch them in the face and go, because that is actually one of the most
1: insulting oh, things you can say to an, a, a honey salesman. It is. I, I look
2: like It's got... Do it look like it got pips in? (laughs) Do
3: it look like it got pips in? You fucking mug. Do I look like I serve preserves? Some sort of marmalade prick? No. It's honey, baby.
1: What features have you got, Steve? What feature? A feature, singular. Well,
3: the readers found out that I actually work for a multinational defense contractor, and I think I just need to come clean about it. Oh, fuck.
2: Log? Hmm... Well, I've invited my friend Leslie Tipton on, and he's an amber gambler. Are you? Ooh, very nice.
1: Yeah, like, I,
2: I'm enjoying being honey salesman. So, how many jars of honey have we sold so far? I, we've got 14 left, so I think that means 31 down.
3: Whoa! Wow. I said to the bee guy, our bee guy, I told him yeah. how much honey we'd shifted in the first few hours after launching Regular Features Honey... And he was like, "Really? That's amazing." And I wasn't it sure really? if he was. Is it amazing? I, I, don't, I thought he was being like, maybe a little bit I'm being kind. Oh yeah,
2: I sell that every day. Oh, you yeah. fucking do.
3: <laughs> I guess
1: he. Yeah. I guess he's not. No reason to lie to us. He knows this isn't our main source of revenue. It was not like we fucking quit the podcasting game to go all in on. <laughs> and, he, and he's like trying to spare our feelings. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's really good. You're definitely uh, gonna have money for your mortgage at the end of the month, hundred <laughs> percent."
3: I've I I have quit my job. I thought you guys quit your jobs.
2: Uh, I'm going to see how it goes. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I've decided I, I, not to pay myself this year, just so I can all stay in the pub.
1: Yeah. So you know, we'll 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 see how it goes. i have not quitting RKG yet, but then that's only because I could maybe start wearing the honey merch in Let's Plays and stuff like that. And then I need you to do that, like, Gav,
3: because because I. Uh, I've invested a lot in regular yeah. features, honey side hustle, <laughs> and I I need this to work.
1: If the in the next uh, in the ne- in the next series of retry on YouTube.com forward slash RKG, uh, if I'm fucking like twenty four stone, it's because I ref- <laughs> I refuse to put any mm. any liquids that you have to use for cooking, like or like milk and cereal, no. I'm not do it anymore. It's just honey. <laughs> it's all honey.
2: I want to see you sweating a thick golden sheen <laughs> like you're some kind of really majestic
1: statue. And that's it. That's all I'm doing. Um, that's all I'm, I'm going in on. But yeah, it's been nice to see the uh, like, People enjoying it. Um, I had a a hurried uh, DM off to the artist, Sonny Ross, just to go, fuck, man, in all the excitement of launching the honey, I forgot if it's all right to use your drawing. He was very kind about it, um, and he said, yes, but... I want paying. No, he said. Um, he said. It's just a
2: fucking bee. We could have time loaded a JPEG of a fucking bee. Yeah.
1: He's, no, he, he said he just wants a jar. He just wants a jar of honey uh, in exchange for his beautiful drawing. But yeah, people are really into the um, label thing. And then we realized we could just sell the label and then people can, people can just put it on their own honey.
0: No,
3: but, uh, Well, it wouldn't be the same, honey, would no, it? No, of
1: course it wouldn't be the same, but it would look funny. Um,
3: did, did Will Bee Guy listen to the podcast? Probably, if I make him. I kind of don't want him to. I don't like... Yeah, there's a separation of beekeeping and podcasting. Because
2: you know we all talk about how hot he is in real life. Well, well, <laughs> we talk
1: about it on the podcast, mate, so... <laughs> I know, that's all it is. <laughs>
2: He's so hot. He goes
3: around. He must know that everyone's talking about how hot he is all the time. Yeah. It's never a surprise to him. He's, yeah, he's bored not of hearing. Waking up in
1: the morning. He's not waking up in the morning, looking in the mirror, going, "What the fuck? Oh god, that's a hot man." No, <laughs> he's lived with that. He's lived that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> like he be going through it every day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's yeah but nice. Don't,
2: you don't become an acrobat without knowing it's going to make you hotter somehow.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, it has been, it has been really nice. I do like the idea, you know. Like most podcasts and stuff like that, do I don't know, like t-shirts, maybe mugs, um, stickers, pins.
3: No, know. we partner with local beekeepers. Yeah, and <laughs> scrape honey out of hives just for you. <laughs> well, to buy your yeah, jar, think- you can go to regularfeatures.com forward slash shop. People didn't think it was real
1: what- as well, which was really funny because it was just like, look, we just got to say this is fucking real. Uh, this exists. Um, Us saying we're just going to put late. Oh my god! You know what we could do? Just print the labels out and take, it- print them out as labels and just go into supermarkets and put it
0: on jars. <laughs> I've just yes. thought of that.
3: Don't, don't. We can't do that. Why? Because the whole the whole thing about selling the honey is that we're <laughs> we're helping bees. I don't think buying supermarket honey helps bees. No, we're not
1: going to buy it. We're just going to put it on the supermarket. So you'll go into yeah. oh. Asda, and it'll and just the, be a wall sh- of
3: regular features, honey. How does that help anyone? <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help anyone, but it'd be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be pretty funny. And really, comedy helps more than nutrients. So uh, <laughs> it is the best medicine. Honey's actually the best medicine. For oh, hang on. on. We legally cannot say that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> B guy was very specific
1: about that. Um, actually, um, but yeah, like yeah, it's been really, really nice. Obviously, do want to address uh, some of the, I guess, like I, don't, I want to say like rumors, but like or complaints. I don't want to say that really. I don't want to spend. I don't want to dedicate too much of the podcast to these. But I mean, I think. It'd be kind of weird if
3: we didn't address. Go on. I mean, there's a lot of mistruths. We've got to face them head on. I think just like sh- yeah. like yeah. shut them down and set the record straight.
1: That I guess so. Bite, I, but, uh,
2: bite the worm in half.
1: Like they, this is the thing, though. I think like a lot of other podcasts um, are jealous. I think a lot of the mistruths that you're seeing are actually probably lies uh, floating around like a like a butterfly and stinging us like a bee um oh god yeah but yeah cuz you can't really create something without you know fucking a few negative nellies wanting to bring you down we've seen that time and time again actually but yeah i just want to As I said, don't want to dedicate too much of the podcast to this. Don't want to make this a negative thing. This should be a celebration. It's our launch week. As you pointed out in the WhatsApp, Steve, we went to bed men and we woke up honey salesmen. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, so obviously like it's, you know, it's been a a pretty good week for us, but there's a lot of stuff on Twitter that people have seen and I think it would be silly for us not to address it. I'm sure you've all seen uh, that lady in Swindon. Uh, God, been, this um, one. She, win, whinging that she found some wings in the honey. Now, like, this is craft honey.
2: You don't eat a chicken burger and not expect to find the odd bone and a bit of puss Thank from you. the beak <laughs> in there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, where does honey come from? A bee's ass. What's close to a bee's ass? Correct.
2: <laughs> Their boyfriend's wings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, that's the thing. People are used to this fucking supermarket crap, man. That's basically been shown a photo of a bee, and that's how close that shit gets to actual honey.
3: Nothing to do with bees. It's tempered honey. Yeah. It's weakened down, and then they put sat- like concentrated honey essence back into
2: it. Our, our yeah. honey's got wings. Deal with it. And some yeah. legs as well. It's all the better to fly directly into your mouth.
1: Our honey comes directly from genuine honey mines and to get it yeah like some bees were fucking mashed up real good into it because guess what real beekeepers have got real hands the size of quite (laughs) big shovels and no if you're asking real beekeepers like bee guy do not wear gloves um so yes in our honey they will often Be fingernails, bits of loose skin, and yeah, bits of bee carcasses that get snagged on some of Bee Guy's blisters because he he is very badly
3: burnt. Could you have waited Um, until after the honey sold out before you did this feature again? I just think it would be weird if we didn't address some of the stuff because
1: there's been a lot of stuff leveled at us, and I just thought it would be weird if we didn't address it this week. Uh, As I said, it's mostly been positive few negative Nellies, possibly from rival podcasts. I have no idea. Um, What
2: what colour would you say that the honey is, Gav? Is it a golden yellow honey, or is it a kind of swirl of all the different colours that the body can make?
1: Well, I did see a bit of green in it the other day, but I was... Green? That's not one
2: of the traditional ones.
1: It's not, but I have been assured by B-Guy that it could be just a bit of, um, not dead skin, but skin... That can't hurt you or anything like that, but it's not dead skin. That's not so. That's fine. And he's not a zombie because just uh, he's not. It's not <laughs> no like a zombie. Skin. It's a not zombie. like zombie skin. It's not like zombie <laughs> skin. Um, but yeah, like a bit of wing in it. It's like that's too real for you. Like I don't. Oh, I don't want to see how the honey's made. Do you? Uh, maybe stick to your fucking soft core bee piss and stop moaning about a hundred percent bee shavings um but yeah like oh oh, but yeah to be fair i did actually want to apologize um to the parents of that toddler in argyle who pissed out a stinger to death um that 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 is on us that one is
3: but yeah like that stingers should not be in there we do take every effort to make sure that the stingers are removed because they are full of lethal venom and if they come
1: down a toddler's urethra but
2: they will only kill a toddler
1: yeah i mean this is what we're saying this is what we're saying like it does say on the packaging
2: please spoon this into your toddler's mouth it's yeah. fucking lush yeah. with uh, supervision
1: yeah supervision that's right under supervision like you wouldn't let a toddler play fucking They'll give
2: your child supervision You wouldn't
1: let a fucking toddler play gta would you so why, <laughs> why? that's you know it's the same thing like if you people people watch him Play, like toddlers playing GTA, and then more, yeah. oh, he's talking about Prozies now. Yeah, you wouldn't—that's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't put a five-year-old on a moped, would you? So, exactly. why
3: would you give honey to a toddler? This is
1: what I—I I, I wasn't really prepared for. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, as I said, I don't want to dedicate too much of uh, podcast to this. Um, but yeah, as I as I sat down to record, actually, we, we got a few, um, few more pictures. Um, of that 82-year-old that was in the news. Uh, Mm. He's sort of claiming that the regular features honey (sighs) actually affected his urine, and now he only pisses pollen. Like, the fucking dude was on, like, four jars of the stuff a day, and it is good honey, but obviously we can't plan for fucking pensioners drinking pints of the stuff for breakfast, can we? Like... (laughs) If you try and stick a PS5 up your cat's ass and then the charging cables comes out through her jawbone, you don't fucking ring Shuyu Yoshida and blame him, do you? No. Then I, I don't understand why we, frankly, again it in the news.
3: Uh, I mean, we didn't see his piss before he was eating our no. honey. Who's to say what he was pissing before he had He's regular old, features man. honey? He's old. He could have been pissing domino slabs and dice. We don't yeah. know. Or we got to keep an eye on
1: liquid. Spits. It's what's is it? Bits. Bit. Okay,
2: so it's just spumes bits. of bits yeah. coming out. It's oh, a type okay. of liquid. Yeah. It's basically if you've well, had, if frankly, you're on your like
1: your, you know, like when you're on like your ninth wank of the day, it's basically what's coming out then, but in piss form.
3: <laughs> it's all three <laughs> states of matter. Yeah.
1: In piss How them. are we dealing with this, by the way? <laughs> we we were a podcast last week, and now we've got to deal with this. This one, though, I mean, it is quite serious, and our reps at Procter & Gamble um, want it on the record uh, that while nobody actually knows about the effects of excessive honey consumption, um, skin and eye <clears throat> discoloration and pollen piss uh, usually only occurs when a, a drone, this is them, not me now, when a drone B has a severe case of deformed wing virus or DMV. And listen, I know the videos that were leaked, it looked like a few hundred of those drones. It was pretty, gro- They it looked like they had pretty grotesque forms of DMV. Like There's that horrific one, which I mean, it, it, it's a fucking wreck, let's be honest. Uh, but we are on the record of saying that we only used deformed drone bees pre-DMV and that by the time all the full symptoms have kicked in, apparently our queen, for some reason, would have already eaten most of them. We don't know why she's doing this. We don't know why it's <laughs> happening. But we consulted a second bee guy and he's on the record of saying, yeah, that, that should be fine. Um, yeah. I would just... Yeah, well, we'll worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's fine. It's, it's nothing to worry about. This will have to worry about. Please <laughs> do to worry about. Uh, finally, sort of just to bring this shite to an end, because I'm sort of sick of talking about it really, but um, I've also been asked to apologise for my remarks. Uh, I made up the hospital when I visited the guy. Like, I didn't realise there were microphones, there were going to be microphones and cameras because some fucking people want to turn everything into some kind of like press popularity jamboree. Not me, though. I was there, <laughs> just a CEO of a very small honey production line speaking to another human being. That's me. That's all That's all was going down there. Um, still, I think some, some of what I said was sort of taken out of context. And uh, actually, around these parts at Regular Features HQ, calling someone a fucking decrepit little honey div is actually a, a term of endearment. <laughs> so We throw that term around all the time. All the time. We were going to get a t-shirt of it. So it's going to be on the staff t-shirts. Yeah. And also obviously the, the, all the reports of that I spat on him, uh, they're just mostly untrue. I I, I had a bit of a cold. And when I went to say goodbye to him, it might've come out. Like I did a big fat Grammy on his old face. Uh, But, but he was crying way before that happened because of all the horrible pain he's in. So uh, like, I can't be blamed for that really. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's 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 you know, that's let's stick a lid on that. let's move on. Uh I, I, I don't think we need to really address any more of those.
3: There's just people out there who are just waiting <laughs> to cut you down as soon as you put your head up, as soon as you start yeah. doing something as daring and as bold as being the yeah. world's first comedy podcast to produce and sell its own yeah. honey.
2: Get back in your lane, Exactly. Yeah. I can't bear to
3: see us spread our wings. S- that stick to stick
2: to podcasting.
3: And I think they're putting those wings. These disgruntled customers are putting the wings in there. Because some of them some of the jars have three wings. Sick. And I know for a fact there's one B per jar.
1: That's true actually. I I didn't even think about that. I will email them back actually. Because I'm getting a lot of emails. I don't know why my email was on the jar, by the way. Yeah. Like I don't know why my work email was on the jar.
3: <laughs> I've had the <laughs> British transport police at my door all day about this, honey. And it's 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 borderline <laughs> harassment, I would
1: say. That's what I was saying. Like, let's draw a line under this now. Put a lid on it for the time being. Can we, can we do some fucking features? Can we get back to doing some fucking podcast features? For Christ's sake. Jesus, do Christ. what we do that. Uh, let,
2: let's we're spread our rings, but let's go back to our roots. Let's do a
0: feature. The best things in life are free But my favorite comes out of a bee I want honey That's what I want That's what I want That's what I want The queen gives me such a thrill but it's out of drones the syrup spills. I want honey. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. buzz, buzz,
3: buzz. <sighs> Hello. Quick note ahead of this feature, I use the incorrect pronouns for somebody, and Log corrects me. And I use the they/them pronouns from there on in. That's um. That's all. Here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Have you guys been following the main Twitter character of the day? No. Who dat? She is... uh, So I don't know anything about this person, and I haven't looked into her or how this has all gone down, so I'm not going to dwell too much on what she's done. She is... Let me guess. Go ahead.
2: Is it Anna Mardol? It is Anna Mardol. I have no idea what to think of this person. I just keep seeing him or Z. Those are the pronouns, aren't they? You know what? Let me quickly get the... uh, Mail online article up about Oh my god it made it to this. the actual mail. Uh yeah. What happened? This so, is all
3: news to me
1: so you're breaking you um, you're breaking this. Okay, to
3: me. so explain. Mail online headline says non-binary transgender social justice warrior and author is canceled by woke internet mob and labeled a war criminal after their job at defense giant Lockheed Martin was exposed. Uh apparently Anna Mardel. they are a young adult author and they have a reputation online for calling people out for not being in the mail online's words woke enough i don't know much more about that they've got a reputation for being righteous on the internet they've now been found to work for one of the if not the biggest defense contractors in the world lockheed martin making bombs to blow
2: people up. what well who hasn't I mean I've worked for the mail on Sunday. I know what it's like to get a little bit of money from an evil empire. <laughs>
3: now their argument is that um to criticize them for working for Lockheed Martin is ableist because they pay their health insurance. It's a whole it's a whole big can of worms that just oh, I saw, blew up. This is what this is one of those uh,
1: instances where I saw the jokes before I saw the thing. Yes, exactly yeah. how
3: I came across it as well. And I've yeah. spent half my day trying to unpick what the story is <laughs> and whether or not it's funny or interesting or just sad. Right. But after some soul searching, it's made me realize that it's time I admitted that I work for BAE Systems Programming the bombs so that they go off at the precise moment after the main character looks toward the camera and says, Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Hello. My name is Stephen Hogarty, a humble honey salesman and podcaster. For years, I have preached civility, empathy, and understanding with my fellow humans. I have called out injustice in the video games industry like when Ubisoft gave out those Nexus 7 tablets at a Watchdogs event in 2014, and my tweet sort of caused Gamergate to happen. I have also striven for furnace in the honey business, like when the CEO of Rouse Honey hit a homeless man with her car and kept on driving. I have repeatedly risked my reputation by demanding better of my peers and colleagues, Like when Log tweeted a picture of himself standing in front of a box of wholesale Dairyly dunkers and I replied do better.
2: (laughs) That's... I was confused why 20 minutes ago you replied to that fucking tweet (laughs) with do better.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Or when Gav tweeted about (laughs) Kovyok Dvoverin and I replied, there's two sides to every story, Gav. Maybe the people of Liverpool needed that reservoir. All I'm saying is that every time I've stayed in Liverpool, the water pressure has been excellent. And every time I've stayed in Wales, they've had a power shower. And I just hate the noise they make, Gav. I just don't like the noise. Yep. Yeah, as you say, two sides to every story. And, you know, I, I do well to remember that. That's why it's with great regret and sadness that I have been found out to work for the UK's largest defence contractor, the British multinational arms, security and aerospace company BAE Systems, where it's my job to programme the bombs so that they go off exactly half a second after the main character turns to the camera and says, oh. I understand that this makes me something of a hypocrite in the eyes of our readers and I admit that there is some veracity to this claim programming a cruise missile so that the main guy wakes up and rubs his eyes and walks over to the window and opens the shutters only to see the missile approaching towards him over the horizon and then he turns the camera and says gulp a beat before it explodes is morally ambiguous work at best (laughs) I am known for my no-nonsense attitude to calling out wrongdoing wherever I find it. I believe it is my moral imperative to fight for the voiceless in my industry and to shine a light on the malignant evils that pervade our society. That is why it tears me up inside that you've all found out that I work for BAE Systems as the guy who programs the tactical nuclear bombs to obliterate an entire town in the precise millisecond between the main guy turning to his lifelong friend and admitting he's always loved him and then passionately kissing and turning into skeletons. (laughs) If it's any consolation... I got my job at BAE Systems through hard work, determination, and a letter of recommendation from my uncle, the first guy to ever slag off his boss in front of his colleagues, then notice that the room had gone quiet, and then say, He's standing right behind me, isn't he? (laughs) Luckily for my uncle, his boss was one of those guys who says, I like your moxie, kid. You tell it like it is. Not like this hopeless gaggler. Yes, man. And he promoted my uncle to CEO of Lockheed Martin where he still works today, writing the little help signs while Coyote holds up in the waitless seconds after running off a cliff and suddenly realising that the solid ground is no longer beneath him. In conclusion, I hope you can forgive me that you found out I work for BIE Systems. In many ways, it's your own fault for checking. Sadly, I cannot give up my job programming bombs to go off so that they blow a duck's beak around to the back of their head and the duck has to wrench the beak back around to the front of their head and say... Of course, you realise this means war. (laughs) (laughs) But I promised to try to think of ways to attempt to be a slightly more nice and less judgmental person on the internet. And to get on with the important business of podcasting and selling honey.
2: It's about damn time. It's about damn time. Can't believe they found out. Obviously, I knew because I'm your friend, but I can't believe it's got out to everyone else. I'm devastated that they found out already compromised (laughs) (laughs) do you feel like a weight
3: has been lifted off your shoulders well no because i still have to program the bombs don't i but now everyone knows about it it's gonna make it more difficult for me and if anything i think the readers need to apologize to me now that they know
2: i think you should just go down the actually bombs are good route just say you don't i i work closely with these bombs and some of them are wonderful people yeah how fucking dare
3: you yeah, why don't try you try <laughs> hanging out with some of the bombs before you decide that they shouldn't exist?
2: It's about damn time.
0: I am just a jelly boy I am made from gelatin Sometimes it makes me quite annoyed I can only jiggle and spin Kept your love mad, my ear holes. I did not dare hope for miracles. My heart going boom, boom, boom. Then.
2: Um, hello, it's uh, it's nearly time for my regular feature, but before I give the reins over to Leslie Tipton, who is my guest this week, I want to uh, thank another reader who came into the pub today. And his name was Rob, and he was a drink. And I was enjoy- <laughs> say No, no, I said that wrong. He had a drink. <laughs> he had a drink in my pub. <laughs> uh, and I honestly, I do enjoy it so much when readers come into the pub it's like sometimes they seem apologetic like i don't mean to bother you but like i'm no this happens so rarely and it makes me feel so special i love it please do come in and um rob what do you do talk let's talk about you you know all about me because i fucking tell i haven't left any quadrant of my life unexplored in this podcast so tell me about you and apparently he designs bicycles and that was enough for me i walked off um
3: he designs bicycles I mean, I think the bicycle's been well-designed already. We did that. It's been around for a while, hasn't it? Got two wheels, a bit of pedals, maybe gears. He's literally that saying, like, you can't reinvent the wheel,
2: you can't. More spokes, is it? Another spoke? One spoke that goes up your arse? I don't think that's very helpful. More Frosty's reflectors?
3: (laughs) You fucking liar! (laughs) <laughs> I bet when someone invented the tricycle, they're like, oh, what tri- three wheels, tricycle, man. I just fucking blew bicycles out of the water. And someone's like, yeah. unicycle. I thought unicycles. Yeah. His cousin was just like, I was going to say unicycle. I was going to say unicycle. So uh,
1: I said it. I said if
2: it. If bicycles had had the same ambition as razor blades, we'd be up to five wheels now with one on the back for your sideburns. Yeah. Or like a no-cycle. Just a saddle on the ground you sit on. But... Because Rob came in and was so lovely today, I want to start a new offer. Whereas if you come into my pub and show me your phone, as Rob did, with the latest episode playing, on your, the podcast aggregator of your choice, wherever you get your podcasts, I will write a 200-word short fiction about us two kissing. So get ready, Rob. We're going to kiss. Rob blinked again and again, his lips pursed and farted expectantly as I threw the door open and bellowed his name. Rob! Rob was a bicycle designer by day, but bicycles couldn't have been further from his mind as I ran toward him, bouncing my teeth off of each other recklessly, indifferent to the location of my tongue. Rob blinked harder and harder to signal that he was ready for to smooch. It was like his eyes were ping-pong bats, and he was one of those guys that waves ping-pong bats around to tell planes what to do at the airport, and it was like I was an aeroplane coming in to land on his face. I lowered my landing gear and with my trousers and began the descent, colliding with Rob's face at 240 miles per hour, the landing speed of a typical commercial flight, which is what I am. It was quite a kiss. I'm thinking about getting into carpentry, said Rob. You should definitely do that. You'd be amazing at it, I replied, before holding my arms out and running out of the room. Next stop, Abu Dhabi! I screamed as Rob fingered the tuft of hair he'd ripped out of my head into his nostril. There you go, Rob. If you like that, well, there's nothing you can do. Whether you liked it or not, it just happened. <laughs> if, if you want that to happen to you, a little kiss with me. Come into the pub and say Hello. Can we do this next week for the live show? If you want me to write a story about kissing you, Gav, Mm -hmm. you've got bigger problems than I can
1: (laughs) deal with. You need only ask,
2: my friend. (laughs) I love.
3: You also made this promise two weeks before we have a live show in which many, many,
2: many readers will be coming into the pub. That's True, actually, yeah. So that's going to be two hundred words each. That's going to be ten thousand words. You've you've
1: written like three thousand words sometimes for features, so that, that, like, you'll be all right, mate.
2: <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know what to how to stop writing sometimes. Just be a panic. <laughs> I'm just running away from the previous words I just wrote by writing more to put myself.
1: It's like the opposite of writer's block. You get the writer's gush. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh. It just
2: can't stop. <laughs> it lasts for hours. If you have the right discussion for more than four hours, please consult a doctor. <laughs> Hi, I'm Leslie Tipton, and I'm an amber gambler. You might have seen me in my zippy little Fiat Tipo or as I call her, my amber gambulance. There's nothing <laughs> I want <like> more. <laughs> There's nothing I like more than making the cars in my rearview mirror shrink timidly into the distance and watching the driver say, was that Leslie Tipton? And did he just run a red light? Spoiler alert, Henry, I didn't. I'm an amber gambler, not a fucking maniac. How do I pay for my petrol? (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to tell you. I pay for it with amber gambler gas coins. No disrespect (laughs) intended to amber gambler. Amber... Oh, what? Amber... No disrespect intended to Bamba Gascoigne, who died in February after a short illness. Anyway, I'm on the hunt for some new friends. Why? I hear you face shart. Well, my last gang of chubby buds disappeared on a night out while I was in the toilet, and I haven't been able to get hold of them since. So I'm here to find out whether me and you boys are compatible new bud-buds for some risky business. And I'm going to do it with this short magazine-style quiz called Are you an amber gambler like this guy Leslie Tipton is? I want you to answer honestly. And I'm going to do my best to resist going into an Australian accent to fucking again. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. You are approaching a set of traffic lights. You can see from your approach that the lights have been on green for quite a while. They're going to be going amber soon. And there's still enough time to pull up to a safe stop. Do you A. Squeeze an entire can of white monster into your face, sing the heat is on, the heat is on again and again, and absolutely floor the accelerator? There's the other side of this traffic light to be, and you'll be buggered if a light that looks like someone pissed on an egg yolk is going to stop you. Or do you be? Begin to reduce your speed so that should the unthinkable happen and green give way to the caution-inducing amber state, you can pull to a stop without upsetting your cocker spaniel, who's trotting up and down on your dashboard with his lead in his mouth like he's taking himself for a walk.
1: (laughs) Hey, we're amber gamblers. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff that monster in my
2: gob. Oh, yes. You too are amber gamblers, all right. I can tell me and you are gonna be best bosom buddies. We're gonna be booby chums, hooter pals. No, no wait, breast friends. We're gonna be breast friends. No, hang on, I got too excited. That's pretty obvious now I think about it. <laughs> it's probably not even the first time I've said it and there's absolutely no way I invented breast friends. Fuck it, next question. There's more. There's more to Amber Gambling than meets the eye and I wanna see how deep you go down this rabbit hole. Question two. A good friend of yours with a sexy body has found a lump of fossil resin which from the look of it and the honk of it dates back at least 66 million years. He says you can have it but says it's on you if you end up resurrecting a species of extinct dickheads. He couldn't be more emphatic. He says he knows what you're like and you're on your own. Do you A. Immediately slosh all the DNA you can out of the ancient tree jizz and clone it all as fast as you can? Once you've got a few baby monsters growing, treat them all really badly, jabbing them with cattle prods and calling them arseholes to their faces. What are you going to do, you say to the little whimpering dickheads, their venom sacks yet to fill. Grow into something that'll fuck me up. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> or do you be give the amber to a museum and visit it every day, and after a year, a kindly staff member comes over to ask you why you love looking at the amber so much. I just want to make sure it's safe, you say. After all, I am the man who gave that amber to this very museum. And they say, well, if you love the amber so much, why did you give it away? And you say, because you can't lie in front of the amber. You say, (laughs) because I was scared a T-Rex would eat me and everyone watching would laugh because I was having a shit when it did. And the person says, Well, I'd rather get eaten alive with a turd way with a turd halfway out of my bum than turn into the feeble wazook that you've become. And they pull off their mask, and it's me, Leslie Tipton. I gave you that amber magic one year ago, I shout, and you fail the test. And I grab the amber, and two years later, I'm riding a pterodactyl into the sun, which is the biggest amber light in the world. <laughs> a or B? <laughs> It's got to be A. We're amber gamblers. You are amber gamblers. I've, uh, uh, I as i have like argue, guys. We're going to have a whale of a time. With you, Steve, you're going to be sat in the back of my Fiat Tipo saying things like, Oh, do you think you'll make it, Leslie? And you, Gav, I can see you miming little braking motions with your feet. Don't think I won't see you miming those motions, Gav. I'll see it quickly. Let's get this over with so we can get around driving around the ring road together. Question three. You have just walked into a posh party, and the butler has introduced you to the room. Ladies and gentlemen, he says, this is the highly gifted heart surgeon, Dr. Bergambler. (laughs) A gorgeous aristocratic woman glides over to you and says, If you just tell me your first name, I'll let you touch my tits. And that's not all. My nips are like belly buttons. I've got the only fingerable tits in old Durham town. Do you A. Reply, my name is Jambo Burson Puba Belly Brambles Begambler and then just fall over and die like that absolute loser Bamba Gascoigne did in February. (laughs) (laughs) Or do you B. Say, actually, my first name is Anam. I am a amber gambler. Before lifting up your massive dress to reveal you're driving a car extremely fast towards a set of traffic lights by the chocolate fountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be B. An amber g- We
0: happy. are an a gambler. Gamblers. Gamblers. <laughs> We're
2: Question four. Can you think of a fourth? Amber Gambler joke because I've sat here thinking (laughs) about it for fucking hours.
3: (laughs) I was surprised
1: that Jurassic Park came into it to the quiz so early. I thought that would have been the last one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Good. So we're Amber Gamblers?
2: You're Amber Gamblers. You're my new best friends. We're getting my Fiat Tipo and we're going to go around the North Circular together and stop in Kew Gardens for a piss. This man is a Amber Gambler. Every time he goes out in his car, he dices with death. An amber gambler can't resist the challenge of the amber light. He always has to be first away. And even when it's perfectly safe to break in time, he prefers to play beat the lights. But every time he gets away with it, he's shortening the odds until... The day he meets another gambler. Face to face. Don't
0: be an amber gambler. You might not be the only one around.
2: That's from the... Well, you probably wouldn't. That's from the 80s, isn't it? From 1977. Hell?
0: The yeah, amber
2: gambler. It, yeah. So that's what clearly what inspired that. Other than me going, Amber gambler. <laughs> Stuart calls me an amber <laughs> gambler. And I go, Amber gambler. you would never seen this ad before, Log? <laughs> oh, I have seen that advert before, yeah. Okay, it right. was a... the. From the PSE era, PSA era of British television, mm. yeah, I do not remember that. You're wearing a Threads
1: t-shirt today. Oh, Threads was a film, wasn't did. it? Not uh, advert. Was it? What was um, Threads?
2: Threads was a harrowing '80s uh, drama about nuclear p- apocalypse. That's yeah. right. It was a f- yeah. It was a f- but it was a film,
1: not a. Uh, it was a film, wasn't it? Not a Th- TV show.
2: I think it was a film. Yeah, I never watched it because everyone keeps saying it's so harrowing. Whenever I say, "Shall we watch it?" the other person always says no.
1: Yeah, it's not a laugh. I have I've seen it recently weirdly, but yeah. Three
2: stars, not a laugh
3: I'm sad that I'm happy. I'm small but I'm doing fine. I'm lost but I'm hopeful, yeah.
0: I'm
3: green but I'm see-through. I'm wet, but I'm somehow dry. I shake when I wobble,
0: baby. And what it all comes down to is that all a jelly boy can do is jiggle and spin. Cause I got no skin or muscle, and my bones are made out of gelatin.
3: Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. And guess what? If you give us £2 an episode, we will take your old human name, we will fire it into the honey-glazed sun, and give you <laughs> your very own bee name. That's right. It's time to christen some new patrons. Boys, would you please give a bee name to Cole Cohen. Cold. Sting Lightyear.
1: You <laughs> waited till I started talking. I can walk, I see you sorry. in your face then.
2: No, go on. No, I was just... I just thought it might be funny to do one where the buzz was already in the joke and change it to ruin it. <laughs> Sting Lightyear. Fantastic.
3: The musical astronaut. <laughs> Please give a B name to Invisible Tower. Well. They know who they are. So even though they don't have a real human name to destroy, the bee name can still be received. Fucking deep, man. <laughs> I forgot what the name was. though. Well, oh, it's invisible tower. tower, but I
2: don't. That doesn't really give you much to work from. I'm, just, I'm thinking of like Jenga towers of stackable bees. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So stack, stackable bees, brackets. <laughs> Stinger goes in their mouths.
0: <laughs> no, <it's> just, that's <laughs> yeah, tower. no, that's it. That's it. <laughs>
2: We're going with that, are we? Okay, stackable <laughs>
3: bees, brackets, the stinger goes in the mouth, their mouth. It's fucking, it's fucking hot in my eyes. <laughs> the stinger goes in the mouth. Please give a bee name to John Bell. Good night, John boy.
1: You've had too much honey. Like the Waltons.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Brackets, like the
2: Waltons. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good night, John, boy. You've
3: had too much honey. Brackets like the Waltons. Yeah. Finally, please give a B name to Antler Magic. What? Antler Magic. That's the name they've given us. I don't like it when they don't give us the human names because I'd like to destroy the
2: human names, but... How many names do these people want? Rutting on the butter like a couple of... (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Rutting on your butter like a couple of... Randy...
1: No, rutting on your butter like a flutter of bees.
2: My heart's all a flutter when I'm rutting on your butter.
1: (laughs) Rutting on your butter like a
3: flutter of bees. That's so fun to say. Rutting on your butter like a flutter flutter of of bees. Of bees.
2: Rutting on your butter like you wanted me all the time.
3: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow, well, those are Uh, some fantastic bee names. (laughs) If you'd like your very own. Yes, they are. (laughs) You know what to do. You can come help us out by uh, donating an amount of your choosing, and you also get access to the Beehive. That's right, the patron-exclusive Discord that is abuzz with activity and full of cool people.
2: You can go in there with your bee name attached to your profile and people will commiserate or maybe congratulate you on the name you've been given depending yeah. on the name
3: you can look enviously at ruth bader stingsberg and go wow they really <sighs> That's uh so good they used it all up with you didn't they
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should at the live show next week get a load of those hi my name is stickers and then put them as people 100%. come in and then people can write their b names on them so people know that they're bee names and then we'll <laughs> know who nice doesn't idea. have one, and then we can give them bee
3: names on the night. there are some there are some real stingers in here i'm looking <laughs> I'm looking at the big list of of bee names we've got um Sam Cole Owens is now known as it's coal in the Hive, so burn some coal to warm your bee fingers.
2: <laughs> what the fuck
3: Andrew Spencer Newsflash you got stripes on your body. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's great. Can
3: you just can you just do a little recap of the ones we've just done? Because i instantly wiped them from my mind. Antler Magic got rutting on your butter like a flutter of bees. Which right. I think has got a great rhythm to it. Yeah, that is great, actually. Yeah. Good collab. Cole Cohen got Sting Lightyear, which I think is probably a top 10 B name.
2: Yeah. It's just thing short really helps, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, Invisible Tower got stackable bees, brackets, the stinger goes in the mouth.
2: <laughs> I like that more hearing it now. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> and John Bell got
3: good night, John Boy, you've got too much honey, brackets, like the Waltons. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: On second reading, they... they're all good, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they all made me laugh.
2: You get more
3: know,
0: out what?
2: of it every time you listen back to them. It's like a great film. Yeah it's sort of like when you have a baby you must look at that thing immediately and go what the fuck did i just yeah. do but then half an hour later you're hugging it
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop and then the, and then the doctors have to pry your hands off it
2: you know. <laughs> Cameron, no, no. <laughs> you, I, I loved it too in, much <laughs> want to put my tit in its mouth all
3: <laughs> right we'll be back next week with another episode of the regular features podcast Thank you. Bye. Good night. Good night, you.
0: Regular features.
2: Regular features.
0: Regular features.